This is the Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Now, with today's Caribbean News headlines, here's Keisha Wallace. This podcast is brought to you by Let'sTalkIdeas.org, your budget-friendly custom design firm, and Diamond Key Marina, British Virgin Islands. Welcome to Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Here's a look at some of our Caribbean headlines for today. Bodies of five migrants recovered and 68 rescued in waters near Puerto Rico. Trinidad government prepared for lawsuit threat from Antigua and Barbuda. Nicaragua revokes approval of new U.S. ambassador candidate. U.S. President Biden approves sargasm-related federal state of emergency for St. Croix, U.S. Virgin Islands. British Virgin Islands H. Lavity Stout Community College accreditation reaffirmed. And World Health Organization chief advises reducing sex partners to avoid monkeypox. These and other stories on today's Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Friday, July 29th. We start a report today in Puerto Rico. HaitiNews.net by Voice of America reports that the bodies of five migrants have been recovered in waters off Mona Island near Puerto Rico. The U.S. Coast Guard responded Thursday morning to a report of a wooden vessel suspected of taking part in human smuggling that dropped off a group of non-U.S. citizens in waters near the uninhabited Mona Island. Jeffrey Quinones, U.S. Custom and Border Protection Public Affairs Officer, said the smuggling basically forced the migrants to disembark. It appeared that five of the migrants drowned in the process. Park rangers from the Puerto Rico Department of Natural and Environmental Resources found the bodies on Mona Island, the Coast Guard said in a statement. The rangers reported 66 survivors, 41 males and 25 females, including two minors. The nationalities of the migrants were not immediately clear. Mona Island, which lies between the Dominican Republic and Puerto Rico, has been used over the years by human smugglers who carry people people between the two places. In May, at least 11 people drowned when a vessel carrying Haitian migrants capsized near Puerto Rico. Trinidad and Tobago Guardian reports that Antigua and Barbuda Prime Minister Gaston Browns hasn't shaken the Trinidad and Tobago government by threatening to sue for 60 million U.S. dollars based on promises made for compensation following the collapse of Kilco Insurance in 2009. Trinidad and Tobago government officials declined to comment officially, but Guardian Media was told that the government has no record of any such correspondent being sent to them. However, sources said the government is ready for any possible lawsuit, mainly because lawyers advising the government are saying they're there is no legal foundation for such a lawsuit. HaitiNews.net by Shinawa News reports that Nicaragua revoked its approval of Hugo Rodriguez as a candidate for U.S. ambassador. On Thursday, Nicaragua's foreign minister, Dennis Moncada, said in a press release, the government of Nicaragua, in use of its faculties and in the exercise of its national sovereignty, immediately withdraws the playset granted to candidate Hugo Rodriguez. Moncada denounced Rodriguez's interference in Nicaragua's internal affairs earlier in the day at the confirmation hearing of the U.S. Senate 
Foreign Relations Committee saying, we reiterate that every diplomat has the duty to contribute to respect and understanding between peoples and governments. Two months ago, U.S. President Joe Biden announced his nomination of Rodriguez as the new U.S. ambassador to Nicaragua to replace current ambassador Kevin Sullivan, who had been in place since October 2018. Rodriguez is a senior advisor in the U.S. Department of State's Bureau of Western Hemisphere Affairs. He served as Deputy Assistant Secretary of State for Western Hemisphere's Affairs, focused on Central America and Mexico from 2019 to 2021. The Virgin Islands Consortium reports that President Joe Biden of the United States on Monday approved the U.S. Virgin Islands Governor Bryant's administration request for a federal state of emergency declaration to address the sargasm problem affecting St. Croix. According to the report, the constant flow of seaweed is impacting water production at the Virgin Islands Water and Power Authority plant in Richmond. According to Governor Albert Bryan, speaking during the administration's weekly press briefing, the federal government's approval authorizes FEMA to cover 90% of the cost to mitigate the problem, while the local government has to provide a 10% match. Now Grenada reports that Grenada's Electricity Services Limited, Grenlick, is drawing customers' attention to a considerable increase in world fuel prices impacting the price of electricity, transportation, and other products and services worldwide. Between June and July, the fuel charge moved from 70 to 78 cents per kilowatt hour unit of electricity, an increase of 8 cents over the last month. Since April, the fuel charge per kilowatt has risen by 21 cents, driven solely by sharp increases in the price of cruel oil worldwide. Acknowledging the burden on customers of increasing prices, Clive Hoston, acting general manager of Grenleck, urges customers to conserve energy. Grenleck has provided some relief through a temporary 25% reduction in the non-fuel charge, which was implemented in January 2022. Despite this and other measures taken by the government of Grenada, the price of electricity is nearing levels last seen in 2008. Hostin added, we are grappling with the challenge that the entire world is facing. And while there is no easy solution, if customers are consistently conserving, it will make a difference. BVI News reports that the British Virgin Islands H. Lavity Stout Community College has had its accreditation reaffirmed by the Middle States Commission on Higher Education. This enables students to easily move on to higher education elsewhere in the world. The college was first accredited by the Middle States Commission on Higher Education in June 2015, and as a newly accredited institution, it was required to seek reaffirmation of its accreditation within five years. The report was submitted in the spring of 2020, and due to COVID-19 restrictions, a virtual site visit was conducted in December 2020. The college received commendations in six of seven standards and was required to submit supplemental information pertaining to Standard 6, 
planning, resources, and institutional improvement. Speaking at a recent sitting of the House of Assembly, BVI Education Minister Sherry DeCastro said the achievement is the culmination of hard work by the college's administration, the staff, and the faculty. DeCastro noted that following reaffirmation, the college was able to announce its membership in the Fulbright Awards Program administered by the UK Fulbright Commission. The college will now offer for the first time the Fulbright BVI Scholarship Award at the H. Lavity Stout Community College. College in the fall of 2023. The award at the H. Lavity Stout Community College is for a professor based at an institution in the United States to spend six months at the Paraquita Bay campus. During this time, they will teach courses to students and may conduct workshops, public lectures, seminars, and other activities related to their field of expertise. Applicants will be reviewed by the college in conjunction with the Fulbright Commission before a selection is made, the minister continued. DeCastro explained that the college also recently committed a rebranding exercise and is currently building a local regional market campaign focusing on offering a marine, maritime, culinary, and hospitality programs. Antigua Newsroom reports that the head of the World Health Organization on Wednesday advised men at risk of catching monkeypox to consider reducing their sexual partners for the moment. Following the United Nations Health Agencies declaring the escalating outbreaks in multiple countries to be a global emergency. World Health Organization Director General Tedros Ghebreyesus said 98% of the monkeypox cases detected since the outbreak emerged in May have been among gay men, bisexual, and other men who have sex with men. He called for those at risk to take steps to protect themselves. That means making safe choices for yourselves and others for men who have sex with men, Tedros said. This includes, for the moment, reducing your number of sexual partners. The U.S. Center for Disease Control and Prevention has not suggested that men who have sex with men reduce their sexual partners, only that they avoid skin-to-skin -skin contact with people who have a rash that could be monkeypox. To date, more than 19,000 cases have been reported in more than 75 countries. Last week, British authorities issued new guidance advising doctors that people with just one or two lesions might be infectious with monkeypox potentially complicating efforts to stop transmission. And finally, St. Lucia Times reports that new United Nations data released on Wednesday show that the decline in new HIV infections, which can lead to full-blown AIDS, has slowed. Globally, the number of new infections dropped by only 3.6% between 2020 and 2021, the smallest annual decline in new HIV infections since 2016, said UNAIDS. In Danger, the name of the latest report by the Joint UN Program on AIDS and HIV coincides with the International AIDS Conference, which was held on Wednesday in Montreal. It, however, showed that new HIV infections are now rising where they have been falling in places such as Asia and the Pacific, in East and Southern Africa, 
Rapid progress from previous years significantly slowed in 2021. Despite effective HIV treatment and tools to prevent and detect infections, the pandemic has thrived during COVID-19 in mass displacement settings and other global crises that have put a strain on resources and reshaped development financing decisions, thus impacting HIV programs. If current trends continue, we expect that in 2025, we'll have 1.2 million people newly infected with HIV in that year. Again, that's three times more than the 2025 target of 370,000. Have news and information you'd like to share with us? Email news releases to news at pulseofthecaribbean.com. And to share information and upcoming events, email events at pulseofthecaribbean.com. This has been your Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Friday, July 29. I'm Keisha Wallace. For more Caribbean news stories and information, visit us online at pulseofthecaribbean.com. If you found value in this podcast, be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And thank you in advance for choosing Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup as your source for Caribbean-centered news.